Disclaimer, if you are in need of immediate help or mental services, please call 911 or your specialist. Fix My Life is not a licensed therapist, counselor, or even a healthcare provider. We're just trying to figure it out the same as you. Thank you. Hi, this is Marianela, and you're listening to Fix My Life podcast, where I tell you how I'm trying to fix my life. And hopefully you'll find something to help you fix your life. Because don't we all just need a little bit of fixing every now and then? Uh, so this is episode number seven. I'm very proud of myself. So let's make it to episode number 14. So how am I doing today? Hmm. I'm doing all right. Emotionally, energetically, I think it was a heavy week. And I think it was a heavy week for everyone from what I can tell. Just a lot of pressure, a lot of feeling like you can't get to everything, a lot of feeling like there's expectations other people put on you that maybe weren't expectations you wanted to have put on you. For me, it's mostly been work or the things that I'm trying to do with work. And so far, so good. I haven't spiraled out of control. I haven't gotten into any serious self-doubt black holes, so... Yay, progress. So keep going with that. One of these days I'll get into what I do for work a little bit later. Uh, But for right now, I think, you know, dealing with my personal issues is enough. What else happened today? Oh, today was lunch with Papi. And I think if you're listening to this kind of podcast about self-help and fixing your life, I think I'm not the only one with daddy issues. And when we say daddy issues, we mean them. Serious heavy father wound issues. Uh, He's still trying to, well, let's just preface this by saying I love my father very much. But at the same time, I also understand that he is very human and he is still going through his own process of trying to grow up. Even at the ripe old age of 70? Yeah, my dad is 70. So we had a nice lunch, still going back and forth about some things that happened in the past. He's not wanting to see them for what they are. I remember them somehow differently. He gets upset because he wants to now put himself in the role of martyr, which does not fit at all. But I think I was successful in being honest with my feelings, honest with my recollection about things truthful in the way that I didn't excuse myself, him, or anyone else from taking responsibility of past events, but at least trying to be loving in the sense that, you know, you can't change what happened, but you can try to be better. And at least if we come from a place of wanting to be better, it's not even half the battle, but it's the beginning of the journey. So, ooh. That was a horrible mixed metaphor. I'm very, very sorry. (laughs) Something my father does not know how to say. I'm very, very sorry. So if you have a father that does not know how to say I'm sorry, I understand you and I feel for you. And hopefully one day you will not have to hear those words because you will be okay. So, yeah. So what did I do for self-care today? my usual, did my morning meditation, did my morning journaling, uh, pulled a couple of cards and did my inner child work. So 
And that's what I did for self-care. And some days it is harder than others to get up and get it all done. But I was reading somewhere that developing a new habit isn't so much about motivation as it is about just discipline and repetitive routine. You don't have to feel motivated to do something. You just have to do the thing. It doesn't matter if you're enjoying it. It doesn't matter if it's bringing you joy. But if it is a discipline or if it's a new habit that you know deep in your heart is really in the direction you need to go, stop being a dang baby. Stop complaining about it. Just get up and do it. Doesn't have to be perfect. I would say it doesn't even need to be complete, but you have to do one thing every day. And it's up to you how you wanna show up for yourself. It's not up to anybody else. So that's where you get control about how you fix your life. So maybe we'll talk about discipline. Um, oh, actually, that leads me into the podcast I was going to talk to you to you about today, a podcast that actually I found when I was really in the deepest part of me just being in a black hole and me trying to figure out me, 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 <laughs> uh, and me trying to figure out how I go further to fix myself or what kind of tools I needed to fix myself because there does come a point where Everything you've done to feel better doesn't work anymore. And it's hard for us to figure out, well, what should I do next? And we're always looking for everyone outside of us, outside of your own head to tell you what to do or give you permission to go ahead and do something. When at the end of the day, the only person's permission you need is yourself. You don't need anybody else's permission. You can ask for forgiveness later on for doing the thing you needed to do to take care of yourself, but not permission. Caveat, you can't hurt anybody else. You can't use anybody else. You can't exploit anybody else to make yourself feel better because that's not feeling better. That's just being a dick. <clears throat> and nobody wants to hang out with somebody who's a dick. Nobody. But, so let me tell you about who I found that I think is the opposite of a dick. I think he's great. And I think he's um, just such an intelligent, caring voice that, uh, that kept me coming back. So I found, just doing a random Google search, I found a podcast called The Science of Success Podcast. And I think the words that immediately um, had me on board was science and success. Because I do believe in science wholeheartedly, just with, without, you know, a lot of complicated thoughts around that. Science is just the scientific method, the way we analyze things, the way we quantify things just makes me feel better about information that I want to take in and learn from. Yes, sometimes we need to let go and have faith and believe in all the woo-woo stuff and angels and fairies that are things we can't quantify. That's fine. But for the everyday living, the everyday surviving, the everyday in and out of getting out of bed, getting ready, going to work, taking care of your families, taking care of the people at work, taking it all on, 
denying yourself your stuff and then going back and then wondering why it's not working out. All of that stuff can be done with science. I don't even know where I was going with that, but I think I just went into a circle. I just really enjoy Matt. I enjoy Matt a lot. Uh, from his emphasis, uh, I'll figure out how to cut that whole part out. Uh, so where was, so he was my first step on my path. I found his podcast when I Google some random self-help search term and he came up and like I said, his earnestness, his style, and the fact that he could pass for someone's little brother that you don't find annoying is, is just another reason to keep listening to him. I, like I said, I love his emphasis on factually verified information and data uh, his, he has speakers and guests on his podcast that are from some of the best schools in the nation, from some of the best alternative camps of thinking, everything from physicists, psychologists, doctors, therapists, quantum physicists, you know, he finds the whole gamut of people to talk to, to really bring to his audience a, a really well-rounded toolbox so that you can find the best way to help yourself and also push yourself. So I do appreciate that. One of the other things that I found about his podcast that I love, and I know I'm going to totally copy this. So Matt, if you ever hear this, please understand. Imitation in my mind is the best form of flattery. He has the most intense transcripts and show notes you have ever seen. One show note, one transcript from one show could be a white paper in and of itself. It is so detailed. Uh, just the, just innumerable amounts of downloads and worksheets and all that fantastic stuff. So you can work on yourself and it's all for free. Take advantage. Um, he's how I found Tara Brock. And I remember vaguely someone on his podcast, can't remember right now, but I wish I could, um, was talking about using the tarot for, for self-analysis. That's how I got started with that whole thing. So go onto his website, look through all of the blogs and all the shows and see where you want. You can start anywhere and you'll find something that you can use and really bring with you on a day-to-day -day basis. So I highly suggest that you go look and see what he has to offer. Some of the things that I, three of the shows that I really particularly enjoyed and really helped me a lot one was with Dr. David Lieberman, who I think is a rabbi out of New York. And his, uh, his, and I'm going to have a link to all of these, so don't worry about writing it down. So uh, five things you never knew about building real self-esteem. And it's five really great things. And he, um, Dr. Lieberman, is just one of those people that you just could sit and listen to for hours. I could. Uh, so I highly suggest you go look at that one. The other one that uh, really helped me out a lot, The Skeptic's Guide to Meditation, because I am not a meditation person, but that really helped me out as well. And it's good to be skeptical about things. Let me tell you that right now. It's good to be skeptical about that things, but you can't use your skepticism to exclude anything that might help you because that's just ego talking and we don't need that. Anyway, so... The Skeptic's Guide to Meditation with Dan Harris. That was good. And then lastly, uh, Pride. Why the Deadliest Sin Could Hold the Secrets to Your Success. And that was Dr. Jessica Tracy. 
And, um, and, it, and it's true. Pride is the thing that can really hold you back from so many things in your life. You know, asking for help, taking a chance, being vulnerable, being scared, admitting you're being scared, that you're scared. All of those things are associated with pride because pride lives with our ego and our ego is only there to protect us in really extreme situations. But unfortunately, we let our egos take over all the time. So there you go. So if you do anything at all today, go and click on one of those episodes. Go find Matt Bodner over at Science of Success. Sign up for his email list. So every time there's a new episode, you're going to see it. You're going to get it and go through his backlog. If you have to commute for more than half an hour a day, trust me, this is the best thing you can do for yourself. Go listen to Matt Botner. Yay. So hopefully you will do that and you will enjoy it as much as I do. Now, uh, what are we talking about now? Oh, what am I obsessed with? (laughs) So today I'm going to talk about something that I am obsessed with that makes me feel better. That is actually something that I do when I feel sad, when I need a little pick me up, or when I just want to feel emotion without feeling guilty about feeling emotion. And that is doggy Instagram accounts. And when I say doggy Instagram accounts, anything that has to do with cute puppy memes, uh, videos of dogs being cute, videos of dogs being cute with each other. Uh, My favorite all-time genre is watching videos of returning military service people and their animals and how their animals just lose it. You want to have a good cry and just let it all out. Just look up military man returns to his dog and just spend hours on it. It's amazing. So I love those. So who are my favorite Instagram accounts right now? Oh, and please understand, this all started years and years ago with this fantastic website that is no longer around. It was called Cute Overload, and Cute Overload was literally what it sounds like. It was just pictures and memes of cute baby animals to make you feel better. Honestly, there isn't anything that's gonna pick you up out of a funk faster than watching baby puppies play with baby bunnies. I mean, it just, it's the best. So a couple of accounts that I really like. One is, and again, links to everything in the show notes. Uh, Dr. Smashlove. He is, I don't know if it's a he or a she, it's a, it's a, it's, it is a private account and you will have to ask for um, permission to see it, but it's fantastic. This guy goes on and on and on with his captions about how cute everything in the picture is. And it's just amazing. Um, the other one that I really love is my friend has an account for her two little uh, Bichons. And it's called Beaker and Einstein. And oh my God, they're so cute. I can't stand it. I love them. But I think my current favorite, favorite, favorite little doggy Instagram account is actually the account of a dog groomer in San Leandro here in the Bay Area in California. And her name is Katrina Short. I would actually highly suggest that you press pause right now, go find Katrina and just 
follow her and watch her. She spent, she records herself grooming dogs every day. And it's just, it's just so cute. There's a whole cast of characters of dogs that I have now grown so in love with. There's Tank for the Pitbull. There's Zeus, the, 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 the French show poodle. There's Bambi, the Chihuahua. There's so, there, then there's the recurring, um, guest stars <laughs> that keep coming back to get tripped. The most annoying Shibu Eno you've ever seen. Oh my God. And then Kaylee, the black poodle that gets custom color work done. Oh, I love her. And she herself is an amazing Dr. Doolittle. I have never seen anyone groom cats the way Katrina grooms cats. It's just, she's magic and she's wonderful. Go, go over there, go give her some love and enjoy the, um, the dog grooming. And, and, and cat people, please don't think I'm ignoring you because I'm not, because I am a cat person. So cats are gonna have their entire own segment later on. So don't worry about that. Okay. So now we're coming to Tarot Kroner time where I get to pull a card for you and this episode and how I'm feeling. And today I'm gonna to use my handy dandy trusty travel everyday Tarot deck that um, was published by Biddy Tarot. Uh, oh, I should put in a link for that website. I might have before, but I'll put one in again. And so we are just going to shuffle the cards and whatever pops up first. That, oh, all right. Ooh, Eight of Swords. Eight of Swords is actually pretty appropriate for this week. Uh, the Eight of Swords is when you get tied up with your own toxic thoughts uh, to the point where you can't even see a way out. But you gotta remember that you were the one that put yourself in a stressful position in the first place. And you can find a way out if you just take the time, look inside, see what your options are, and then act to the best of your abilities and to your highest integrity. And that's Eight of Swords. Hmm. Okay. So thank you for listening to Fix My Life. And remember, when you face a fear, you accept yourself. Bye.